So there. So there. So there. So there. Let me know your thoughts. So there. So there. So there. Let me know your thoughts. Why do you keep saying let us know your thoughts? Let me know your thoughts to me is a nice lead-in for So There. So There. Welcome to episode 35 of So So There. There. I'm Tom Karamitis. I'm Gary Doyle. And we're back to our roots today. Uh, no, no, we don't have any guests today. It's just back to the way it started. It's so there classic. <laughs> it's like, it's not new so there. It's so there classic. It's like when, it's like when the artist, you know, the musician has a bunch of guests on their record, a bunch of special guests to perform on different songs and they do an album that way and it's and it's fine but uh but then they go back then the next album is just them you know just them and their band and it's 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 more pure and it's classic in our case the reasoning is more mundane we can't get anybody to come on our show well the reason we had our legends on last week ned crowley and bob Akers, was uh, it was a it was a naked attempt not a naked podcast. Don't, don't want to mislead anybody. It was it was a naked attempt to boost our analytics, and did it work, Tom? I forgot to check. I, <laughs> I dropped the ball on that. I thought you said that our downloads doubled or something like that. I mean, they were that's it's like doubling from two to four. Yeah, there was an initial bump. I didn't I didn't really follow up after that. But you know what? I think we both came to the conclusion that that's okay. And even if we're the only two that listen to this. It's going to still be put in a time capsule someday and, and left for posterity. I think it will. Yeah. I think, I think they're going to discover this and, and like the ancient Mayan ruins or, or Machu Picchu, they will wonder, what created this? You know, spe- d- uh, speaking of the Mayans, do you think the Mayans had a logo? The early Mayan designers? Well... Yeah, I, th- I think they probably did. I mean, the Mayans were were pretty brilliant, uh, brilliant people. I mean, I mean, the Mayans, I think, probably had a logo. I, I think uh, everybody seems to have a logo. In fact, I, I have a logo actually. You know, I don't know if you know this, Tom, but but I, I have my own Doyle family crest. I, I, I could only imagine what that looks like. <laughs> well, I just had it created and. You know the problem is I don't know where to put it. I have it, I have it flying on top of a giant flagpole in my front yard. But the neighbors are starting to complain. I I, I thought they'd be happy when I took down my 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 Biden Harris flag and put back up the Doyle family crest, but apparently not. Well, perhaps you should look into Midwest Promotional Group. Midwest Promotional Group. What's that, Tom? Gary, uh, Midwest Promotional Group is at the center of customization. You name it, they brand it. T-shirts, check. Coffee mugs, check. Customized AirPods, check. Apparel is, as you know better than anybody, apparel is the perfect complement to your brand, and Midwest Promotional Group gives you access to most any type for a very affordable price. I mean, I was talking about a flag, not apparel, but, but, <laughs> but you know, blame the copywriter. Uh who wrote this you know tom they say branded merchandise helps build business relationships for any size business big or small be it client gifts employee events or trade show giveaways 
But you know, they aren't always right. But in this case, they are right with Midwest promotional groups. They felt that 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 Biden would defeat uh, uh, Trump by by eight percentage points nationally and would destroy him in 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 Wisconsin and Florida. I just want to point that out about they. With Midwest Promotional Group, you can access top retail brands such as Under Armour, North Face, Patagonia, Callaway, Yeti, Richardson, and more. So the next time you, Gary Doyle, or any of your friends need branded merchandise work done, check out shop.midwestgrp.com forward slash Tim. Again, that's shop.midwestgrp.com forward slash Tim. Tim Leahy is one of their experienced sales guys, and he is a good friend of the show. So check his site out. And you can order, you can order your branded merchandise without getting COVID because it's all done electronically. Uh, I just want to point that out. But uh, yes, Tim is a good man, and you'll like doing business with him, and your business will like doing business with him too if businesses were humans and they could actually like someone. So check his site out. He responds quickly and is ready to simplify your life by handling your next branded merchandise need. So head on over to shop.midwestgrp.com forward slash Tim. You know, you mentioned COVID in there. Have you had a COVID test yet? Yeah, I had a COVID test. I, I went to a wedding uh, of, uh, a few weeks ago, um, and every most people had masks, but it was still a, a gathering, and it was outdoors, but it was still a gathering. So I got a, I got a COVID test. It was weird. It was a self-administered COVID test. So I went to this drive-up window at a Walgreens where you usually get a prescription, and she handed me the test, and I did it myself. I stuck it up my nose, and. Uh, did yeah. you stick it way up like they do with the the long thing? She said I stuck it like uh, I stuck it about fourteen inches up. I don't know if that was too much. That's probably past your brain. You probably she, tapped the underside of your cranium. She said uh, the person at the Walgreens said, "Do it to where it starts to become uh, uncomfortable." You know, which is how I go through life, really. Um, you know, eating. Uh, and so forth but yeah it was it was okay and uh i don't have covid good good i had my first one this past week uh and 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 also came back negative but yeah it's 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 very strange i i i went to the one where um and actually somebody had told me this and it ended up being really good advice uh to get a a, a note or a prescription first from my doctor because then i was able to bypass those lines and went to a facility that was appointment only but um yeah, they, they stick it all the way back to a point where you feel like, in a weird way, you can almost swallow the, the, the long Q-tip. It's so far back uh, there. Uh, but yeah, so it's nice to be negative. That's going to be on my T-shirt. It's nice to be negative. It's too bad that we can't get a hold of the clinical COVID results, each of our results, and compare them to see who won, who won the test. Like, who has the least COVID antibodies or who has the most T cells or whatever they measure. You know, we could turn it into a competition like we do everything else. I think it's safe to say that I would end up being more negative than you just based on previous life experience. (laughs) 
Yeah, perhaps we could we could compare notes, or we could get our doctors together and ask them to analyze it, the results, and see who who won COVID. Or perhaps if we could ever get Anthony Fauci on here, who we invited on the show, uh, we could ask him who won. I think the reason he turned it down was he told him he was going to be on the Monica Lewinsky episode, and that <laughs> probably set him off. But yeah, maybe we would give him our both of our blood workups from our last physicals and ask him to kind of, based on that blood work, who is the more superior specimen. And then once that's determined, we can say, okay, Tony, now who's better looking? All right, well, should we kick things off? I thought we already did. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Tom. What's on your mind today? Well, um, I just been, been, been uh, you know, kind of going back again to our, our marketing roots and taking notes on some ad campaigns and commercials that I find particularly interesting or, or, or troubling. I wanted to mention a couple of them to you to kind of get your take on them. One of them, actually, I just saw this morning while I was folding my laundry. And uh, again, uh, this is um, Jeff Goldblum for Apartments.com. My my takeaway on that campaign is he is so weird and everything about the campaign is so weird. I really don't understand what any of the benefits are. I remember the website. So that's a victory in and of itself, I guess. But, you know, there there was a commercial where he had an extra finger on each hand. I mean, he just seems to be kind of this bizarre guy and and it's all about him i just find he overwhelms the concept yeah i i like i like those ads and i don't remember anything about them as you said beyond jeff goldblum apartments.com and i very much like the tagline maybe it's because it's how he says it but the tag or maybe it's not the tagline anymore but it used to be change your apartment change the world (laughs) Which makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> like, like the rest of the campaign, it's just a bunch of people getting high in a in a room and going, "Change your apartment, change the world." You know, maybe maybe Jeff Goldblum is actually concepting those ads with them <laughs> with the creative the team. Lot. He's like, guys, a fourth finger, a, a, a sixth <laughs> finger on your hand. <laughs> what can we do with that? What could be what could we do with that? Let's workshop it's, that for a while. Nobody nobody has a sixth finger. Some people have four fingers, like Rahm Emanuel, but that's not as funny as six fingers. Yeah, I just try I look at him, he's always wearing all black. Is he he's either some kind of mystical figure or maybe he's some guy from the future. I, I just cannot figure out what he's meant what he's supposed to be, other than just weird. And maybe that's I mean, I'm probably overthinking it like everything else. But, well, um, I think it's one of those campaigns where the the celebrity is the campaign. You know, yeah. Matthew McConaughey spots for Lincoln are the same. That the the celebrity is the campaign. There's no real idea, really. It's just let's let's hire Jeff Goldblum and and do do something Jeff Goldblum ish, which is not a bad approach. Let him let him go. Let him do your thing. You know, let him build your car ads around Matthew McConaughey. Just, Ice fishing, or <laughs> looking at a, or looking at a bull standing in the middle of the road. Oh, I like Matthew McConaughey. In fact, his uh, his uh, autobiography is out called Green Lights. Green Lights. Just keep on living. L I V I N living. <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna get it from the library because I think he's an interesting guy. I like him. He's uh, like Jeff Goldblum. He's kind of a cartoon character, but you know, cartoon characters are interesting in life. So there. 
By the way, I just want to say before we get off of Matthew McConaughey and car ads, well, you know what would be an incredibly meta, fantastic car ad with Matthew, a Lincoln ad with Matthew McConaughey would be to wrap the car in one of those Christmas ribbons like they do for a Christmas ad and make a Matthew McConaughey Christmas ad like it's, you know. You mean like the Lexus December? Yeah, December to remember. Exactly. It's like a ribbon around the car and Matthew McConaughey's just looking at it going, that's a ribbon. That's a that's a big ribbon. <laughs> don't know why don't know don't know why the ribbons around the car, but that's that's a ribbon. You could put him in the driveway on Christmas morning <laughs> all by himself, staring at the car, ruminating while the family looks aghast from inside the house through the window, wearing their pajamas with their cocoa in their hands. And then the line at the end of the 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 spot, the kind of the the button, if you will, will be him. How do be him saying? How do I get out of this car with this ribbon wrapped around it? <laughs> to the agency that does Lincoln. <laughs> Gary and Tom say, you're welcome. I actually know a guy, I, one of my, a good friend of mine does the Lincoln ad. So if you're listening, uh, Luke, I'll not say your last name, but Luke, if you're listening, you're welcome. Here we should have Luke on the pod. Pitch I it think, to him right there, live. I think Luke, Luke would have even less tolerance for our pod and all of its inanities than most of our listeners luke is luke is luke luke does not suffer fools let me just say so i don't think he'd be long for the pod fine and i say that with great respect and affection for luke Uh, another campaign that, that I'm really, and, and, and I'm not saying this to be kind of a, a smart ass, I'm honestly trying to figure out what, what it's all about is the spokesperson for Simply Safe. Have you seen this? It's the kind of, it's a guy who wears one of those burglar style hats over his head that only reveal his eyes and his mouth. He looks like a black hat pulled all the way over his head so he looks like a cat burglar or whatever he used to call those, those people. So you think right off the bat, He's a bad guy. He's like mayhem, you know. He's the guy, the, the, the anti-hero, you know. But he's in the house all the time. He seems to be installing the, the, the hardware for Simply Safe. He's even on the couch sometimes playing with the, the child who lives in the house. So um, I don't understand his role. Um, have you seen these commercials? Is he a good guy or a bad guy? I'm sorry, I haven't seen them. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to delete this whole section. <laughs> well, maybe I won't. Because frankly, I think what I had to say was fairly interesting. Go ahead. All right, fine. Our listeners can can relate. They've probably seen the ads. You know, and this is a good opportunity to remind our listeners, if you have deciphered the Simply Safe spokesperson, please send an email to us at so there at yahoo.com. Please enlighten us. Yahoo is still an email platform. And I should add, we never seem to get any mail anymore, except except spam. So uh, I would lay that at the feet of so uh, 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 of Yahoo, right? I, I think the fact that we haven't gotten any emails probably Yahoo's famously rickety and unreliable servers. Either that, or 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 they've been hacked, as Yahoo always is getting hacked. And the Russians have stolen emails to so there. You that that's is that your Yahoo conspiracy theory to explain our utter lack of popularity? Well, I, I had to devise a conspiracy theory. It can't right. it can't just be our our can't lack of appeal. Yeah, can you just say we're not popular? Can't you just kind of do what our president should have done? 
We're not popular. Oh, Tom Karamidas injecting politics. I know, the first toehold into politics ever in 35 episodes of the pod. Yeah, well, we did We did just have an election. All right, good point. Um, have, we, have, we talked about, have we talked about people saying right? I don't think so. You mean it's like a vocal tick? Yeah. All right, I think we just did. Should we move on to the next one? No, I would like to talk about, Tom, about something that's probably been around for a while, but it's really started to grate on me a bit. And that's people who end a sentence by saying, right? So they'll make a point, you know, at any point, you know. Um, you know, Game of Thrones is a great show, right? Uh, you know, it, it's a beautiful weekend. It's, you know, it's really sunny today, right? And it, it's, it's, a, it's a tick that a lot of people do, especially, I'm sorry to say this, millennials end sentences with right, right? And it's kind of, uh, it kind of annoys me because it's kind of like, it's not enough to just make your point, but you didn't have to then ask if, do you agree with me? Am I right? Am I right? You know, you need. It's like it's like a need for this affirmation. Once you've said something, it's not enough. You have to right. Do you agree with what I'm saying? Right. I think that tick is very, and I have noticed it. And I I think it's 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 very closely related to a a tick where where millennials often will raise their voice at the end of each question with an implied, right? They, they kind of get into a I mean. bit... That's what I mean. That's what I'm yeah, talking but, about. But I'm saying doing it without saying the word right, but there's an implied right in there because oh, they keep yeah, yeah, raising yeah. their voice. Yeah. Yeah. It, up talk. Yeah. Up, up talking. Right. Up talking. Yeah. I think it's a need... I think it's a need for... Uh, it's kind of a, 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 ba- a basic level of perhaps insecurity, but I'll, I just up talked. Um, insecurity, but also, you know, a need for affirmation. Like another thing people do is, am I the only one who feels, then they'll say something, right? At any point, am I, am I the only one, you know, that thinks that, uh, uh, that this work is a little too broad? Yeah. Yeah, Am I the, versus saying, I think this work is a little too broad. Am I the only one? So it's this need for you know, affirmation and, 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 uh, you know, the basic level of insecurity. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's a lack of confidence. I think that probably is confidence. Yeah. 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 You notice these things a lot of times in, 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 in client meetings or zoom calls where one person is doing a lot of talking and you, you feel a degree of empathy for them because a lot of times you can tell they're either getting a little nervous or uptight or they're, they're, they're trying to stall or, or they've kind of lost their train a little bit and they're out there kind of just dangling out there on their own. But that's when their tics, their, their verbal tics sometimes seem to come to life, I find, is that kind of long protracted monologue. And I hear a lot of rights on Zoom calls. So, so, we, need, so we need to reach uh, Housewives 34 to 45, right? And, um, and, and so, you know, we're going to do that with an, with an integrated plan that, that places, that has a lot of Pinterest, Pinterest placements, right? Um, you know, right. <laughs> that's, that's said not as a question, which is often, right? 
but also like as a definitive statement, right? Yeah, so we're, um, you know, we're going to cut back spending in Q4, right? And uh, <laughs> that's when you start, that, that's when you start on a, on a side Zoom channel, you start a drinking game with other people in the... <laughs> Right? Uh, have you seen the... Um, you've probably... I'm sure you've seen the, the, the Burger King campaign now, which is basically all kind of real people stuff, right? It's, uh, it's, it's you know, uh, kind of that, that whole hidden camera thing, getting real people to talk about the product. There's one now where I think they, they shoot it in a college dorm real early in the morning um, to see... You know, will, will will people get out? Will these college kids get out of bed early for these croissant sandwiches or whatever they're called? Um, have you seen? You've seen the campaign, right, for Burger King? No. All right. <laughs> then, then all right, it doesn't matter for my next question. But I, I generally l- like the commercials very much. There's one where I guess there's a promotion. They're giving people um, two whoppers for five dollars, and they're getting the reaction of the people in their car at the drive-through window when they get their two whoppers. And I think it all works, but to me, there's, there, there's one person in the car who says, and I quote, $5 for two Whopper sandwiches? And as soon as I hear that, I think, oh my God, who on earth would say Whopper sandwiches? <laughs> you know what? Was that like uh, the, the client on the Zoom call? And, you know, it, everyone knows what a Whopper is. To me, adding the word sandwich, all of a sudden you've lost me. Who would ever say that? It's, it's, it's another thing that happens in commercials that never happens in real life, like people enjoying getting rained on or something. It's, it's one of those ad things. Whopper sandwiches? Really? <laughs> Have you ever said Whopper sandwiches? Do you say Big Mac sandwich? <laughs> it reminds me of those Chevy real people commercials where the, the five people look at a Chevy when it's unveiled <laughs> from behind a curtain or whatever, and they go, whoa. Uh, you know, and uh, and they say things like, boy, Chevy is really killing it. <laughs> Nobody says Chevy's really killing it. Oh, my God. They should just come out and say, I hope I make the final edit. I love Chevy. Because <laughs> well, I, get, I get $50 for just being here, but if I make the final edit, I get $5,000. I, uh, I read a very humorous article about the making of those ads where they, 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 they've become so ubiquitous now that they, you know, they're running running them a lot for five years now and they become so ubiquitous that people are wise to it and so they they recruit these people in malls you know they're in things like that pre-covid they recruit them you know shopping malls said you want to be in an ad and they'd figure out it was for chevy and then what the ads were and so they they knew that if they said things like that they figured out that if they said things like that like like wow chevy is really killing it with this car that they'd get on the air and so they they would all outdo themselves to say the most ridiculously obsequious things about chevy <laughs> are they still running those i feel like i haven't seen them in a while i wonder if that yeah maybe not yeah but they must have done a hundred of them they were you're right they were ubiquitous they were all over every place to a point where they started getting parodied, so then you know you've 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 hit mass saturation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had a I had a c- campaign of mine get parodied on SNL once for Morgan Stanley years and years ago. It actually got parodied. The one where you didn't know it was the financial advisor. Remember, they uh, made a parody ad of that on Saturday Night Live. 
I don't remember that. Was, uh, yeah, and and the client was very upset about it. And I go, no, this is a good thing. I mean, if your if your campaign has found its way into popular culture so much that they parody it, yeah, then that's you've arrived a good thing. Yeah, it's not like Chevy Chevy bludgeons you with sheer media tonnage to achieve that 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 uh, to achieve that that kind of cultural place. But Morgan Stanley didn't have that kind of budget. They just had a a, a really a really good campaign. But I digress. You know, Gary, as we move uh, into the holiday season, um, I've been ruminating lately on um, useless things to spend money on. Um, and I, I don't know about you, I've been getting an email recently, and uh, I, I think it's, I think it's, I'm on, a, I, I get uh, gr- the, the mass emails from Groupon, and one of the things they've been hawking lately is one acre of land on Mars. I don't know if you've seen it, but they're selling, believe it or not, one acre of land on Mars. Um, and it occurred to me that um, every so often, uh, marketers will sell something that has absolutely utterly useless, but for some reason, people still feel compelled to buy it. I remember 10 or 15 years ago, there was a company that was, uh, they said, name a star after somebody, right? Uh, and they said, the, the re- your, your star will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office, which made it sound very official, but all it really was was they were, <laughs> they were publishing some dinky paperback and, and got getting it copyrighted, but people were thinking they were actually having a star named after them. And this harkened back to me to when we were teenagers. Do you remember the Pet Rock? Yeah, I was thinking of the Pet Rock when you were yeah. talking about this. Unbelievable. I mean, they and it, if I remember, there was a little rock inside like <laughs> a, box. Uh, a box with cotton that you'd give somebody a, a yeah. necklace in, right? Yeah. Yeah, genius. Yeah. Genius. I, but who, who owns Mars that you can sell land on Mars? To sell land, you have to own that land. And does, does Groupon own, own Mars? Have they staked a claim to Mars? Have they said Mars is ours? Hey, there's a there's a there's a slogan. Mars is ours. <laughs> You're so, welcome. So there. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, Mars. <laughs> Lincoln, Mars. The idea is to spring from my forehead like Penelope from Zeus. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, no, that's pretty. I, I, th- I thought the pet rock was ingenious. I, I, I think selling an acre of Mars is pr- how much is an acre of Mars? I have never clicked on it. Speaking of useless purchases, I, you know what I bought on Amazon yesterday? A Lamborghini. <laughs> you know those. You know those 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 wavy men outside of car yeah. dealerships with the with the they're red and they have to, and they they flap wildly in the wind. Their <laughs> arms flap all around and they g- tilt from side to side. I got a desktop version of that, like an eight inch tall version of that that you turn on on your desk and it just blows around. So does it have like a fan that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like? Uh, comedic fodder during your Zoom calls or something? or uh, Well, uh, the truth is my bride wanted me to buy it because she's going to give it as a gift to somebody else. Well then, <laughs> until next time, this is Tom and Gary saying, So, so there! there!